Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Torn It Up and as always it is packed to the brim with some of the best music around. Now we're feeling kind of romantic tonight because well after all this is Valentine's night so we are going out on the night of love aren't we? So I'm kind of a bit that way myself I'm a romantic old soul and anyone knows a bit cheesy so I mean I decided right the first three songs we were going to play them together. And they all have the theme of love. Ah. So, first off, we're going to have Cross and My Kind of Woman. That's a song that I played back a few weeks ago by Cross. I love it. Then we're going to be followed by Paul McCartney and Wings and My Love. And then 10cc, I'm Not in Love. Kind of doesn't seem appropriate for the night to say it. But is it? It is actually a really nice love song. So, um... Without further ado, I've changed the thing completely. I'm not giving you the rundown at all. It's going to be all different today. So without further ado, uh, here's some uh, lovey-dovey Valentine music from Cross, Paul McCartney and 10CC. Take it away.
It's just a silly phase I'm going through And just because
Yeah, well, after all that loved up feeling, and I want to actually say a special, special message to all the people out there that are in love. And this is a special night. Maybe you're out having something nice to eat, or maybe you're having a nice cosy night at home. But you know, love is so important. We all need someone in our life, that special person. So it's really nice to have that. Those of us that have that know how precious it is. And, uh, you know, love, music, music is actually, I believe, the sound of love. So uh, let's keep the music playing here. Now, next up, well, <laughs> not just as romantic, this is Preacher Stone. And the damage is done. Oh, dear. <laughs> See that. 
Yep, that was Preacher Stone and the damage is done and that's brand new from them. Now, next up, this is, well, it's from 2020. Uh, this is Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons and this one's called Born to Rome.
That's a great track. That's taken from land released in 2020 called We're the Bastards. Indeed, gosh, you don't think a lot of yourselves. But anyway, <laughs> great music. Now, next up, we have the Dan Reed Network. And this, this one's called Starlight. <laughs> Take a shot, the world will watch you wonder 
Yeah, that's brand new from the Dan Reed Network. That one's called Starlight, and that's taken from an album called Let's Hear It For The King, indeed. Now, next up, well, I love this band, and uh, let's hear it. This is Chicken Foot, and something's going wrong. Oh, gosh. Someone gonna bring big fire Someone gonna bring big fire Water gonna bring big rain Water gonna bring big rain Oh, I I got a feeling 
Yeah, I've always loved Chicken Foot. There's some power in their music, but that's a slightly different slant on things there, and I really liked it. That's Chicken Foot, and something's going wrong. Well, next up, well, this is an old favourite of so many of us, particularly if you're a fan of ACDC. This is ACDC, and it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll, Bon, you never spoke it through a word.
Yeah, that the classic, of course, from taken from the high voltage album that came out in nineteen seventy six, and uh, ah, look, there's just something about Bond and the lyrics and what the band was doing at that time. There's no words for it really, but I I love play. I play that song every week if I can get away with it, but I, I have to keep shuffling the deck, don't I? But it's always great to play it. That's ACDC. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll with the one and only Ronald Bedford Scott on the vocals. Now next up, well, just to change the tone a bit, but still with the rock and roll theme, this is David Bowie, and this is a track from the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars album, that classic album that really broke up on the world stage. This is Rock and Roll Suicide. Takes a cigarette, puts it in your mouth. You pull on your finger, then another finger, then cigarette. The water wall is calling, it lingers, then you forget. Oh, 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 you're a rock and roll suicide. You're too old to lose it Too young to choose it And the clock waits so patiently on your song You walk past the cafe But you don't eat when you've lived too long Oh no, no, no You're a rock and roll suicide Get break the snarling as you stumble across the road. But the day breaks instead, so you hurry home. Don't let the sun blast your shadow. Don't let the milk float rob your mind. They're so natural, religiously unkind. Oh no, love, you're not alone.
again, what can you say about Bowie? You know, he's he he was just one of a kind. What a talent, you know, what a genius, you know, and, and that's a great song. That was David Bowie and Rock and Roll Suicide, taken from The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Now, we're almost up at the point of the Torn It Up interview, and um, this is rather special. Um... Over two months ago, back in December, I had the honour and the privilege to interview Doug Aldridge, guitarist with the Dead Daisies. And uh, those of you that know me know I'm a huge fan of the Daisies. I always have been right from the start when I saw them support the Black Star Riders way back in the day. Glenn Hughes is with them now. They're just so hot. They're just one of the best rocking bands on the planet. So when I got the chance to, uh, I spoke with our management who, by the way, couldn't have been more helpful, couldn't have been kind or were so uh, appreciative and, you know, whatever needed to be done to get the interview done was no problem. So I thank everyone in management, the Daisies management, they're a credit. And we did this interview with Doug, you'll hear it after I play this fourth track. This is the Dead Daisies and Born to Fly.
mean, wow, what can you say about that? It's just, it's just supreme rock and roll at its very, very best. As I say, this interview with Doug was done the day before they played their sellout gig in the Academy venue in Dublin. And, you know, he's such a humble guy, as you'll hear here. Like, he, he keeps saying, I was very lucky to work with these great people. But, you know, I kind of feel, well, they were a wee bit lucky, too, to work with someone of your calibre and quality. And uh, I'll say nothing more. Here is the torn-up interview with the Dead Daisies guitarist, the one and only Doug Aldridge. Hey everybody and welcome to another Torn Up interview and as always we are so appreciative of the valuable time taken out by the artists that speak with us here in the show. Now I have to tell you I'm very excited because the person I'm going to introduce to you is one of my heroes. I've seen this man many times tearing it up on stage with one of the bands that I rate, one of the best high-voltage rocking bands in the world at the moment. They have a new album out now, they're just tearing it up. It's the best stuff I've heard since the height of ACDs. You were back in black and highway to hell. These boys are going to rip it up. It is my absolute joy and pleasure to introduce to you, to the torn up interview, the one and only, the incredible Doug Aldridge. How are you, Doug, and welcome to Ireland. Ah, listen, it's good to be with you, Doug, and I know you're no stranger to Ireland with the Daisies and with Glenn and, and others, and we'll get into all that, the incredible tour, the start of the tour in Nottingham and Manchester. My God, I've been following you on the media. It's incredible the response you've been getting, but before <laughs> before we get to that, I'd like to let the listeners find out what brought you down this musical path? When did you force of a musical interest and pick up that guitar, Doug? Well, we're talking hundreds of years ago. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a long time ago, but I remember it well. It was, um, you know, I, I was always drawn to music in, in, you know, going in the car or my sisters, both my sisters had uh, record players, you know, proper album players. And um I would listen in the headphones, and I, I just loved the music. And then, you know, in the car, there was always the, the hit songs on the radio, and it was everything from Led Zeppelin to Deep Purple and Jimi Hendrix, and and then softer stuff too. You know, like um, maybe the Doobie Brothers or Beach Boys or something Beatles. But um, I really liked a little bit of the heavier stuff. I, I really related to that, and. Um, I, I would listen to those albums and crank them up, you know. I listened to my older sister had Jeff Beck, Blow by Blow, and I loved that album. And uh, the guitar speaks for itself, and, you know, there's no vocals on it. So it was all about the guitar and the feeling. And um, she also had uh, Peter Frampton and and some stuff like that, Stevie, um, Stevie Wonder. My little sister had Kiss Records and Queen, and she had the live Kiss Alive one, and then later the Kiss Alive two. And when you got the headphones on and you're a little kid, you hear that it's just mind blowing. But I, I would watch guitar players on TV, and I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool, but I didn't really have any a huge preference. But one summer, um, all my friends were gone, and the sports was not happening. There was nothing happening, and my little sister had a classical guitar, 
and she had a book that would basically you know show you the basic finger positions and i just decided well there's nothing else to do i'm going to try and play try and hit some chords on this guitar and i did it and it just the way it would resonate and sound it was really fun to practice moving my hand to try the different chords and that's where it started and i just i just loved it it was um really relaxing and you know just maybe i could sit there for hours and not even know it you know so that's where it started it started with my both my sisters had a musical had a musical thing that went on before me and I, that led me to the guitar which later led me to an electric a cheap electric guitar and uh playing in a band with some friends in the neighborhood and our band was called Purple Haze. <laughs> <laughs> good, good name, good name. Yeah. So yeah, we we uh, our, the first riff I really played on that electric guitar was um, "Smoke in the Water." Not properly, I would add. It was in the wrong key, but I discovered if you took certain chords, you could make that sound. The "Smoke in the Water" riff, and we'd play that riff for hours. Um. And little by little, over the years, you know, you'd learn a little something from here or there, and it every time it was exciting. You know, it's like mind blowing. You open up a whole bunch of ideas every time you learn a little trick, like a, a bar chord. You know, that that was major. That was huge. Yeah. And and tell me something, Doug. Then when did it go? Yeah, you started learning the guitar and all. What point then you decided? Do you want to be in a band, or or did you form a band with some of your friends, or how did that come about? Yeah, that was it. We, it was um, we wanted to make a band. We were listening to records then, and we wanted to make that sound together. Uh, I had a friend that that played drums. That he he we all kind of started at the same time, so we were all pretty amateurs. Uh, obviously, we were amateurs, and we, we we got together in the basement, you know, of one of our homes, and we would play whatever we could. We'd just make noise together and find discover, you know, certain little riffs or something that we could play. But um, there, one of the uh, fellows, his brother, taught us some chords, and then we'd practice those chords, and he, he would practice soloing guitar on top of us, on top of the chords. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, we, it, it was it was right from the beginning. When I was eleven, I joined my that first band, and uh, I played with those guys for a while. Eventually, I, I moved to a different state, and I went got into high school. And this was in about um, uh, actually, I, I I got into um, another band before that, actually, with a, a female singer. And we we played a little bit. We've learned a couple of. Andrew. Um, I got high school. Really to uh, really, we would learn a lot of stuff by you know Rainbow and Zeppelin and Sat. All the bands, and so it's basically trying to learn as I could. My whole high school, just trying to practice and learn, and play guitar. Could just trying to, you know, 
Sorry, I lost you there for a wee second, Doug. You hadn't you hadn't moved around there. Just the signal seemed to get a bit weak. Oh, sorry. Where'd you? Where did I leave off? Sorry, uh, I. You were talking about high school, I think, or gigs. I didn't. You didn't miss too much, actually. It just happened. There was one or two wee stops there, but we're good. Okay. Well, basically, in high school, those were my those were my learning years. You know, I was basically trying to learn as much as I could. And we practice every weekend. I'd get my mom to drop me off with my guitar, and we would practice songs. And it was all about learning. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, at that stage, there was a lot of work gone into it, and that's why when I see you now and see the skills that you have as a guitarist is amazing. It's like you know, it's like the sportsmen and musicians. It's the amount of practice you put into something that really hones your art and makes you the person that you are today. You know, I always there's there's certain things that I've done ever since I was a kid, and there's still some certain licks that you know. I'm really comfortable, and I use them a lot. And that's just things that I learned as a, you know, as growing up and learning in high school. And then later on, after high school, I moved to Los Angeles and immediately got in a band and started playing in the clubs. And um, one thing led to another. You know, my name started to get around a little bit, and um, just uh, kept playing. But I never, there was never a point when I said I really want to be a musician it's just I kind of just was a musician yes yeah and and then and then the circle kept widening and more people got to know about you and the career just kept going on an upward core that's what happened yeah I mean the more I played in in Los Angeles I got a Actually, I got a lot of requests to teach guitars from from younger kids or kids that were that were learning and um, I worked at a music store finally because it was, had so many kids coming. And I would teach all day, seven days a week, really, like seven days a week. And then at night, we'd go to practice or maybe before the lessons, we'd have rehearsal. Um, but I learned a lot by teaching and my my playing got much stronger by teaching. But yeah, I got a, I got a good reputation at the time. And there was a band called Lion and they were looking for a guitar player to you know, start, and it was a singer from uh, Newcastle area, a guy called Cal Swan, and he was very much into, you know, Whitesnake, and he was one of the ones that turned, it showed me the early Whitesnake, because that, that wasn't known in the U.S. at that time, okay. mid-80s. Okay. So it was really interesting. And then, and then after that, that when did it, what did it, when did, when did you meet up with the likes of Glenn? That was that later on, or when did that happen? Uh, with the likes, I'm sorry, with the likes of who? With likes of Glenn Hughes, you would have played with Glenn when Glenn was doing uh, Glenn, solo Glenn. stuff. Yeah, no, I well, so this is that now we switch gears to. I, I I was playing with I was playing with Dio, and I met Glenn at, at a party at Ronnie's house. Okay. And uh, we became friends and always respectful of each other. And um, there was a, a situation that came up in, um, it was like a guitar festival. And uh, they asked Ingve and Glenn, myself, and um, George Lynch, some other people to 
to come to Italy and play this concert together. And we did, and that was it was fantastic, really, really great. Um, and later, um, Glenn and I also played together at a Marshall concert in in London. Um, that was to to pay tribute to Jim Marshall and the 50th anniversary of Marshall. But then later, you know, I I had been in Whitesnake, and of course, Glenn and David were friends, and there was a situation where um, I basically needed to stop touring and get out of. I I had to leave Whitesnake. I I had a young son at home, and I really needed to be with my boy and take care of him. I was going through a divorce, and I needed to get off the road. And I so I started playing with some guys. They had a show in in Las Vegas, and it was Howard Lee's from Heart, and Hugh McDonald from Bon Jovi, Robin McCauley from Michael Schenker, Jay Shellen from Yes, and. So we were doing this this show there, and it was basically just staying in Las Vegas, playing five nights a week, and it was fun for a while. But I just started to get burned out. And right at that time, Glenn called me, and Glenn says, "Hey, Doug, I'm I got to do a uh, a tour, and I it's just going to be a three piece, just guitar, drums, and and uh, yeah. bass." And my and he said, "I really I really want you to do it with me." And I said, I would love to do it with you. So we went to South America for three weeks, and then we went to Europe for like six weeks, and we went to Japan for a week, and we just had a blast playing together. And um, yeah, and I and then I joined the Dead Daisies just after that. Yeah, because I, I saw you, I saw you with Len. I think in that three piece tour in Belfast in the Lame Late, and I remember just thinking. How incredible it was! It was a great night. So, so I I do remember, and I I shouldn't have skipped. I should have actually asked you, but the whole white snake thing, and we will do. I'm a working man. I don't want my life to be. There's no better than don't need no sympathy. Roll on, roll on.
how how did the whole thing happen with White Snake? Because White Snake, uh, you were saying earlier on, you know, you, you, you know, your your friend, the Newcastle friend, introduced you to White Snake. So obviously, they took a few further steps there to actually become involved with the band. Yeah, I well, I was as I said, I was playing in Dio, and then uh, we were touring um, the U.S. and I got a phone call that David wanted me to. He wanted to talk to me. And so I was like, wow, what's that all about? And um, he said, you know, and I, I had heard a rumor that they, they, he was going to get back together with John Sykes and do a tour. And uh, and then he called me and he, he said, Doug, I, I want to meet you. I'd like you to come up and have lunch with me when you have a chance. Um, and I said, yeah, but what, what is this regarding? And he said, I want you to join the band. I'm going to do a two-month tour. And I said, yes, but you you know, uh, I heard that John Sykes is playing guitar, and I've got this gig with Ronnie Dio, and um, so you don't need me. And he says, no, I'm not I'm not going to have Sykes. I, I really want you. And so that got me interested, and I went and met with David, and we hit it off. And the tour went on and on for a couple of years, and then eventually we started writing music together, making albums, and... Um, so I, I, in the end, I wrote uh, 30, 30 songs with David, and we did a bunch of live albums and DVDs and everything, and it was great. But then, I, like I said, I was going through a divorce, so I needed to, to break yeah, away and yeah. take care of my son. I know, and you know what, and I know this is, we're just doing it with the flow of it, but you played with Dio. Now, I have to say... And I, Glenn is right up there with the best vocalists I've ever heard, but Ronnie James Dio. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, when he did Rainbow and, you know, did Long Live Rock and Roll and did all that stuff, what was it like to wait? He, he was no, seemed I mean, the most incredible voice and seemed a lovely human being. I, he was. He was great. And he loved his fans so much. You know, he was... He really, I learned a lot from, hey, look, man, I've been super lucky working with, with Ronnie, then David, and Glenn, and a bunch of John Karabi, so many great singers. I worked with Kelly Hansen from Foreigner. He was amazing. And the singer I told you about from Newcastle was amazing, taught me a lot. But, but yeah, I just, I think that Ronnie um, taught me a lot about performing and about how to own the stage. And his kindness to the fans was was very unique you know yeah he would do anything he would go out of his way it'd be, be raining outside and he you know it, it, late at night and he had, would have signed already uh, hundreds of autographs and somebody would come up to the bus and knock on the door and he'd, be, well, he'd welcome them in you know wow. sign the autograph talk to them he made everybody feel special it's not lovely not a lovely thing to it's lovely for me to hear that because I love Ronnie. J- I love Ronnie James Dio. I, I thought he'd one of the best voices ever in rock, and I just I would adore him. Like so, it's lovely to hear a nice story that I I believe that anyway. But to hear it firsthand from you, it's it's really nice, and it's so sad that people like Ronnie are not around with us anymore. So many incredible people are not around, and that's why every moment is precious. Every day is precious. And I'm listening to your voice and listening to what you've told me. And the one thing I can tell from all of it, you love this so much. It's in your heart yeah. and soul. It's you. It You couldn't imagine not doing this because it's everything you want to be. 
Yeah, I just, I, I will say though, Jerry, I've been very, very lucky. Very lucky indeed. Well, yes, you have been lucky, Doug, but you've been, you're a very talented man and lots of other people saw that talent and wanted to work with you. So that that has to come into it too. You have an exceptional talent. Like I've watched you many times and I'm in awe of you when I see you play because it's not just by playing the guitar. You have a presence on stage. It, the charisma that you transmit is incredible. I'm so looking forward to Saturday night to seeing you play again because every Absolutely. time I see you, man, it's 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 amazing. Well, we're 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 playing we're playing well together. Glenn's singing amazing. David and I are playing guitars, and uh, and I gotta say, Brian Tishy is Brian Tishy is the powerhouse drummer that everybody needs. He's so good. <laughs> His, his drum solo is worth the price of admission by itself. Well, you know, I do agree with you, Doug, that if you have a really good rhythm, really good powerful rhythm, a really good drummer, it, it, it has that dimension to the band. It gives it that terrible power. There's no, no, everybody's important, but a, a really good, a really good drummer, uh, the backbeat, if he's really good, it does, is no question, it adds to it. And, you know, I was looking at some of the reports on 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 media. You know, of you the Nottingham gig and 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 Manchester. And my sweet God, you know, you're just ripping it up. I'm so happy for you because I love the band, I love the people in the band, and it's great to see you out there enjoying yourselves. It's great to see the people coming out in their thousands to see the band. And it makes me very proud and, and delighted to, to get a chance to see the band in action tomorrow night because this is a band now at the peak of its powers. You're, re- you're hot. Like, we well, talk about that, the album too, but you're, you're hot. That's very kind of you. We're having a really good time and we're very excited to be in, in Dublin and to play here. We haven't been here for quite some time. And like you said, I think the last... Uh, well, I, I guess I was here with Dead Daisies uh, in 16 or 17, but that's been a while. It was, I think it, it was so 16, Doug, because I'll tell you, I have a short that I'll wear tomorrow night on it, it's the 16 short, so I, you're right about that. <laughs> Jesus, how, where does time go? Because that's six years ago, and it seems like two years ago, but with COVID and everything else, time passes so yeah. quickly. Yeah, we're 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 super excited for the for the show Saturday. So we want to invite everyone to come out. We're going to have a great party, and uh, it's 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 going to be great. Well, you'll see me right up at the front of the stage because I'm I'm not a spectator. I have to be up right up where the action is. So I'll be looking forward to to being there tomorrow night.
have to talk about this new album, Radiance. My God, I I love every single track. The band is just on fire. Um, talk about some of the tracks. Tell me if you. I may maybe it's not fair to ask your favors, but I'm sure you have some tracks that you know maybe resonate a bit more. They're all brilliant. But I'll tell you mine later, but I'd love to hear the tracks that, that you really like the most. Well, I, I really, we had a, you know, we had a great time making the record. We we made it in Los Angeles and we, um, we it was a little difficult because being at home, there's a lot of distractions. You know, I, like for me, I have kids, so I'd be like, waking up making breakfast making getting kids to school and then i would get my guitar and go to the studio and glenn had a, had a little bit of a long commute he'd have to drive like an hour every day to the studio so it wasn't the same as holy ground where we were living in the studio but we had a great time making it we had a really great batch of songs that um as i said you know david and i and glenn wrote this material and uh, Glenn wrote the, the lyrics, and Brian came in and helped us rewrite some parts and grooves and different things. So it was just, it was just a you know a good a good solid thing. The only problem we had was is that we we were getting ready to go on tour, so we were a little bit you know running short on time. So but we did get the album finished before we left, and um, I love the album all. Songs I, I really love, but I gotta say, like right now, um, there's a song called "Kiss the Sun," which I really love, and um, "Face Your Fear" I really love. It's um, they're they're just simple riffs, simple yeah. grooves, you know, two or three chords per song, and then you get a chorus hook, and then we've got songs like "Not Human," which is a, a barn burner, you know, and um, but uh, overall. Uh, I would say, you know, it changes. If you listen to the album, you'll probably go, yeah. I really like this song or that song the best, and then it'll change. You'll go for something else. Well, I think you see what I like, and I'm old school, right? If I listen to I listen to all of it. I, I don't hop tracks because I always believe that whenever somebody puts something together, I know when I put the radio show, it's the same thing. There's a flow. You put a flow in. You you, you kick it off with, with something that's a stormer, and then you, you put a bit of variety in there. Maybe you you, you bring it up again. But there's there's a flow to the album. There's a really beautiful flow to it. And you must, to me, you have to listen from start to finish to get that. If you just pick out the tracks here and there, it's not the same as listening to the album in its entirety. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the album in its entirety flows really nice, like you said, and you get to the end of the album with Roll On, and it makes you go, I really like this, and then mm. I want to hear that again, you know, because it's, it's got some, some diversity to it. It is, and another thing I like about it is is its length. It's, I think from memory it's 36, 37 minutes long, there's 10 songs. In my opinion... That's ideal because sometimes if there's 16, 18 songs and it's over an hour long, it's difficult to have the concentration for all that. Whereas if you have 10 songs, bang, 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 it's, a, it's 36 to 40 minutes is a nice period. That's the way it used to be in early years. Yeah. You had 8 to 10, maximum 12 tracks in an album, but 10 tracks was common. You know why? Hey, that's they, they, we would have only eight or ten songs, right? Go and tell me. Because 
when, the more songs you put on an LP, when you're cutting the LP, the, the less volume you can get and the less clarity you get. Uh. The less songs you put you, on the vinyl, when the less songs you put on it, the, the wider and deeper the grooves can be cut. Uh-huh. And that gives you a better sound, better sound quality. So a lot of times, you know, the best songs would be the... the the first song on the on each side because it would have the most space, and then the, at the end, of the, at the the last song on each side would sound slightly less. Um, it just wouldn't sonically; it was just a little bit less. So people would usually put their favorite songs at the top of the album. Yes, and then you know, and then the very. But so yeah, if you had an album that's, that's got fifteen songs on it, it's gonna it's not gonna be as rich and deep and and have as much space to it. If you have a song, that's why bands like Rush used to put, you know, they would do four songs on one side and one song on the other side. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, I remember and, you know, that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I think also it's like when you go out for a nice meal and you're at, at, at the pub and you you have a, you know, have a, have a nice uh, f- nice chip, chips and, and uh, fish, and then, it, it, you know, you could eat more, but... If you stop, you feel really good. If you eat yes. more, then you go, ah, I don't feel good. It's Correct. too much. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. You know, you're, like you said, your brain can only concentrate for so long. Well, I kind of think less is more. It's, it's less is more. It, look at, at the end of the let's just say that you wrote 20 songs. Would it not be better <laughs> to have right. the other 10 then for another release at a different date? Because at least you have it done rather than, than put 16 or 18 songs all together. I think it's a much. To me, I like the fact that you're 10 on it. I think it's it's a really good plan. And as I say, concentration-wise, and if you want to listen to the album fully, uh, it, it's, it's in that sort of concentration span. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, uh, you know, like song-wise, you were saying that you, you, you know, the three you guys got, get involved in it. Is it... Is it, is there, is everything, is lyrics and all, is everybody throwing in their verse or is there someone specialised a wee bit more in the in the guitar parts, maybe like yourself or, or lyrics or is it just a kind of a, a melting pot that everybody puts in a bit of everything to the song? We all, we all, I mean, the song will initiate usually from Glenn or myself and then we all work on it together to do, to make it the best it can be. And we, you know, uh, it, and then, Everybody puts their style on it when they play on it. But when we went to the studio to work, I have to give credit to Ben Gross, who was the producer, because he he really you know helped us shape the sound. He had something in mind that he wanted to do, and he also he would tell me, for example, like you know, I my, Glenn and I did a couple demos, and and we were we were really excited about the demo. But then Ben said, you know, I want you to try something different, you know, try this or try that. And it's hard to do that because you've got the demo in your head. Yes. But if you, if you give it a chance, sometimes you come up with something that's better. And so that's a, a lot of times that happens. Would you find, Doug, too, that say you record the songs in the studio and then when you take them out on the road, that you be, do become a different animal. You'll tweak it a bit, you'll change stuff. And, and uh, the song is the same song, but it... it it, it has changed from what was originally done. Yeah, I think you're right. It, it definitely, 
it helps when you well especially nowadays a lot of bands record in different locations and they don't even get the chance to play the song together but we did play the songs all together and we recorded them all together so it kind of started with a live feel and then it would get more into the studio but then as you learn the songs more and more and you play them more and more they just seem to to to, to gel better live yeah i i i've always i've seen that with bands that are you know are 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 consummate live players and and you will see that the the song that's played live becomes a slightly different animal to the one in the studio. Because when you think about it, the studio is a snapshot in time of how everybody's feeling about playing that song. But that song, like a see a song in my opinion is like a living being. It it was created, yeah, that, it's born, it develops, it it matures. That's right. Doesn't it? That's right. Absolutely, yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, so 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 it's actually it's a beautiful thing when you think about it. That if you write a song, you know, along with the gays and the daisies, and it didn't exist before you wrote, and then it's there forever. It's a creation, and and creations is that it is a living entity because it it does change. It it will change and mature and and get better. But it's actually it's the most wonderful thing to be able to take from your imagination, from your consciousness, and create something that people listen to, enjoy, applaud, and it's your creation. Here you see these smiling faces singing along with the music. That has to be an incredible feeling when you've created something and you see all the happy faces out there singing along with it. Yeah, it's really great. It's what makes it all worthwhile. Doug, you know, I could talk to you for hours and you're such a gentleman, such a kind soul and, and I can see from our conversation, may God you love doing this so much. It's my absolute honour to have had you on the show. It's been great chatting with you and let's not be strangers. Thank you. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, man. We can't wait. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll see. I'll be up with the 2016 Daisy's T-shirt at the front. You won't miss me. Uh, I'll be right up at the front. But it's been an absolute pleasure. And listen, say hello to Glenn and the rest of the guys. Tell them I'm so proud of you. I think the album Radiance is, is a milestone. I think it stands up there with some of the best rock albums I've ever heard. It's really great stuff, and it's a credit to all of you involved. Coming from you, that means an awful lot, my friend. Thank you so much. Well, I'll tell you what, it comes from my heart. It comes from my heart, and, and uh, it's, it's, it's just a fantastic album. And, and look, it's great to see that. It's, it's great to see a band out kicking it up live, doing what you're doing. And you know the way some bands down the years, maybe they're relying on past glories that they're playing some older tunes to get the fans excited. But in your case, we have Face Your Fears, you know, Born to Fly, Radiance. These are some of the best songs I've ever heard. And they're current and they're now. And that's what makes this so exciting. And that's why this band's on fire, because you're creating the fiery stuff right here, right now. Well, thank you, my friend. Always great to speak to you, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, you take care, Doug. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Thank you, guys. Listen, it's it's been a pleasure.
Yeah, listen, Doug, again, you know, thank you so, so much for taking the time to speak. It was such an enjoyable interview and, you know, we just had such a natural flow to the conversation. We could have talked for hours. Such a great guy and the people he's worked with, the likes of Whitesnake and Dio and, you know, and now the Daisies. Um, he's a credit. He's a he's real credit and was a real honour for me to speak with him. And looking forward to the next time already. Now, of course, in the interview mix, you heard three other Daisy songs. And that was Roll On, Shine On and Face Your Fear. And uh, look, they're just an incredible band. And as I say, uh, you know, keep on rocking. You know, we are your family and you are ours. And together we rock the world. Okay, let's keep rolling. Well, now, you know. I constantly have new contacts on social media and this is one of them. Uh, this is uh, a band called Anika Anderson and the Boiling Hot Blues Band and um, they had an album released in 2022 called Playing in a Rock and Roll Band. This is the opening track from that album and this one's called PG Blues. <laughs> that we're going to have another track from the band later on in the show but uh, that as I say is the opening track from their 2022 album called Playing in a Rock and Roll Band that is Anika 
Anderson and the Boiling Hot Blues Band. What a great name and how apt it is because they are. Now here next is the fans' favourite and this week is the choice of Shaw Berry from Orlando, Florida, USA. And he is a big fan of Tom Petty, as a lot of us are. Um, he has picked three Tom tracks. The first one <clears throat> is Torn This Car Around from the Highway Companion album. And then next, Running Down a Dream from Full Moon Fever. And he finishes up with Refugee from the Damn the Torpedoes album. So what does this say? Three classic tracks coming up. Sit back and enjoy the magic of Tom Petty as chosen by Shawberry from Orlando, Florida, USA. Let's have a listen.
his car around Turn this car around I'm going back
You know, when you listen to Tom Petty and hear those three tracks, you, you just realise how huge a talent he was and is and how much he's missed. Um, you know, I, I just had the privilege to see him live once and it was really a special occasion. Um, I like to be up at the front of the stage, but the time that I saw him was only months after having heart bypass surgery. So the family said, no, 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 you're not standing up at the front. You have to sit back in a seat. So I didn't get to where I usually like to get. But it was still a great night and I, and I really enjoyed it. And again, look at Shaw. Thanks so much for picking those tracks. And as I say, thanks so much to everybody that picks tracks for the show. It's so appreciated. Now, back into a wee bit of romantic mood because I will throw in the odd song from now to the end of the show that has kind of romance in it and a bit of a Valentine mood. Because I say it is the 14th. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we've got to be romantic. This song, I think, was number one in the charts. Oh, could have been 14 weeks. It was a long, long, long time back in 1991. This is, who else but Brian Adams and everything I do, I do it for you. Of course you do, Brian. <laughs> Not worth 
Yeah, uh, that's just an incredible song. Brian, well, what can you say about Brian Adams? He, he's a special guy and uh, that's a special song. Um, next up, we have Five Points Gang. And again, I've played these guys before. I've played their interview. Saw them at the Hallelujah Festival in Hartlepool. They blew my mind. What energy they had on stage. Unreal. Uh, loved them. So this is a track from the Wanted album that came out in 2021. And this one's called Made Man. <laughs> Yeah, 
great track, great band, but the amount of quality bands that are around at the moment is just unreal. It blows my mind, and it's my honour and privilege to play their music on the show. Now, next up is another band that I've known about for a while and listened to their music, and again... I keep talking to this festival heart to people, and I will. I saw them live there. Ah, oh, wow. It, they just took my breath away. This is the Cosmic Trip Advisors. And this is a track from their 2019 album called Wrong Again, Albert. And this one's called Oh, My, My, My. Take it away. <laughs> Don't really 
Yeah, like, what can you say about that? That's just classic music. It's just music for the soul. It feeds your soul. It's a great track. The band's an incredible band. I believe in these bands so much. I think they're going to have fantastic careers. Now, up next, well, I believed in this young man for a long time, and he just gets better and better and better. But this is a track from his album that he released back in 2019 called Spain to Italy. It's a great track. It's a classic Dom Martin track, The Rain Came. Got my guitar, my ball and chain. I walk till I bleed, but I don't feel a thing in the rain. Came pouring down again, and the rain came burning like a flame, and the rain came washed it all away, and the rain. These streets for 20 odd years, and this goddamn insomnia. And how the hell did I get here in the rain? Came pouring down again, yeah, the rain came. I'm burning like a flame, and the rain came, washed it all away, and the rain came. Picking up the weight Old freight trains I got no one left to shout it No one left to blame And the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came Burning like a flame And the rain came I washed it all away And the rain
guitar My ball and chain I walk till I bleed But I can't feel a thing in the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came I burning like a flame And the rain came I washed it all away And the rain came And the rain Yeah, I mean, Dom is a very special talent, has a unique style, all of his own, and, you know, his star is just going to keep rising, and it couldn't happen to a nicer young man. And indeed, Audrey and Fenton, the people behind him, they're great people, and uh, so delighted to see all the success he's having. Now, next up, another Irish man. This is Davy Kerrigan with his band, The Davy K Project. And this is a track from his album called Lockdown that came out in 2019. And this one's called Whiskey Road. Valley. 
really like that. That's the Davy K project on Whiskey Road, taken from their album Lockdown that came out in 2019. But you know when I played that, and you know, this, look at, I lived along, live along the border here now, and I'm sure there's always been smuggling happening. If you live along the border, there's always stuff like that happening, and Davy writing that, you know, he, he just mirrors what actually would be a reality of the situation over many decades. So I kind of felt if I played that, there was one other song I had to follow it up with. It had to be Steve Ayer, and it had to be Copperhead Road. Same as my dad. 
daddy and his daddy blue floor You hardly ever saw granddaddy down here You only come a town about twice a year You buy a hundred pounds of yeast and some copper line Everybody knew it made me shine Copperhead Road Now daddy ran a whiskey in a big black Dodge Bought it at an auction at the Mason's Lodge Johnson County Sheriff painted on the side just shot a coat of primer and looked inside Well, him and my uncle tore that engine down I still remember that rumbling sound And then the sheriff came around in the middle of the night Heard mama crying that something wasn't right He's headed down to Knoxville with a weekly load You can smell a whiskey burning down Copperhead Road Another great artist, great, great, great song, and that's the title track of an album released back in 88, the Steve Earle and Copperhead Road. Now we're going back in time to 1970, and this is McGuinness Flint, and When I'm Dead and Gone. 
Yeah, that's a great song, great track. It's just, you know, when you read out numbers like that, like 1970, it's so long ago. Yet I remember seeing those guys perform that on top of the pops when I was a fresh, young 10-year-old. Um, really great memories. Now, next up, well, here's the main man that's so connected to me in this show. This is Anthony Gomes. This is a track from his High Voltage Blues album that came out last year. Phenomenal album. And this one's called... Red Handed Blues. Mm. <laughs> oh. It was party time last Friday night. Johnny's getting married, had to send him off right. Because we were going to the fishing hole But we went to the nightclub where the girls danced on a pole We partied all night long and headed back on our way But waiting in the parking lot was Johnny's fiancé Cheap perfume the morning of our wedding night He said, I'm sorry, baby I'll never tell another lie She said, how you gonna look? I'll preach her in the eye He said, take me to that preacher now And jump me in holy water Cause I've been sticking down the bills Down the G-string of his
I like that. Oh, Anthony, you have a way with words, don't you, brother? You sure do. And uh, that's a great track. That was Anthony Gomes and Red Handed Blues, taken from his fantastic High Voltage Blues album. Now, next up, well, this is Mr. D, Mr. Dylan. And uh, again, not that Bob could be accused of being overly romantic, but it's not a bad one, this. This is called... Uh, make you feel my love and it's take one it's taken from an album released this year called fragments time out of main sessions from 96 to 97 the bootleg series volume 17 oh my god what a long title anyway the song's really good so let's hear that in this 
To make you feel my That was Bob Dylan and Make You Feel My Love. And I say, I'm not going to go through the rest, but you hear it at the start. It's taken, as I said, from an album called Fragments, Time Out of Mind Sessions, 96 to 97. You'll find it. Uh, now, next up, Van Morrison. And this one's called Worried Man Blues. Train I ride, 21 coaches long. Train I ride, twenty wood coats alone. Train I ride, twenty wood coats alone. One I love is on the train gone, and it takes a worried man to save a worried song. It takes a worried man to save a worried song. Takes a worried man Sing a worried song I'm worried now But I won't be worried long I ride my ankles 21 lengths of chain I ride my ankles 21 lengths of chain Roll my ankles 21 lengths of chain On this one is engraved my name Well it takes a worried man Sing a worried song Take a worried man Sing a worried song That takes a worried man Sing a worried song Oh, oh, oh. 
still blues along with the best that's a new single from him and that's called worried man blues now next up this is also new stuff um unusual band titled the ballad mongrels and it's called trouble because wherever you go there's trouble don't you know and wherever you walk, there's a trail of fire, there's a trail of fire. If you're not fighting with the Cossacks, smashing glasses down the fog. Catching now, see your team, boy. Or chopping on out in the snug. Cause wherever you go, there's trouble. Don't you know? And wherever you walk, there's a trail of fire. There's a trail of fire There's no talking to your kind Make your way, way right, right through this world, world. On a journey to oblivion Smiling all the while I'm sure There's a trail of fire There's a trail of fire Cause you're mad And you're mean 
Yeah, you're so beautifully unclean. You are evil, so it would seem, yeah. Your life, life is, is a nightmare. invaded by dreams. from the Ballad Mongrels and the track's called Trouble and it's brand new as I just a single now. Okay, next up is, gosh, the titles of some of these guys. Next up is Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Don't knock the boogie. We certainly won't, Mike. Southern Mississippi He had a wicked eye But he could lay a lip along a lyric And the drummer was a cat They called Crazy Legs From Alabama Boy he could hit the skins Like nobody's business And on the guitar Some cat named Lightning Slim He went up and down that net Like lightning I guess that's how he got his name Man on the bass from down in Georgia, 
Somebody said he did some time, committed some crime, but I don't really know. Could just be a rumor. And over in the corner, where the lights were low, I saw this woman. She had a gold tooth in her mouth that glistened when she smiled. Yeah, and she gave me the eye. She gave me the eye. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I went over there and I said, "Is this seat taken?" She looked at me and said, "Well, now it is." I said, "Baby, what's on your mind?" She just looked at me with that Siamese smile. She leaned over and whispered in my ear, "Don't knock the boogie. Oh, don't knock the boogie. It'll set you free. You don't knock the boogie." Work for you. It'll work for me. Come on, Slim.
knock a boogie. Ooh, don't knock a boogie. Yeah, that was Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs and Don't Knock the Boogie, taken from an album released in 2021 called Reckless Abandon. Okay, we're going to keep it wrapped up because next up we have a collaboration with Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. And this is taken from an album Live at the Greek. And this is the Zep classic, Custard Pie.
Ah, yeah, that's that's great stuff. That's uh, that's the Crows and Jimmy, or Jimmy and the Crows, doing their version of Custard Pie. Now, I kind of felt when I played a Zeppelin song with the lead guitarist with Zeppelin and collaboration with another rocking band, we'd have to play a bit of Zepp. So next up is Led Zeppelin, and this is classic. This is taken from Led Zeppelin 1, that came out in 1969, I think. Dazed and Confused. not true Wanted a woman never bargained for you Lots of people talking, few of them know Soul of a woman was created
hot and outstanding track and you know it it really it showcases the vocal talents of robert plant too which are outstanding that was led zeppelin dazed and confused taken from the fourth album and it still sounds as good as ever now next up well southern rocks are really good hands at the minute there's so ma many fantastic bands around this is one of them blackberry smoke and this is a track from their like an arrow album that came out in 2016 Waiting for the thunder.
uh, I've been privileged to see Blackberry smoke a number of times. I can't tell you how many now, but I think definitely six, seven times. And every time they just get better and better and better. They're fantastic. That's Blackberry smoke. Um, waiting for the thunder taken from their Like an Arrow album to come out in 2016. Now, we're at the point of the producer's pick and this week Graham has actually picked some brand spanking new tracks some of them just only out uh, and he was laughing he was telling me usually he's picking stuff a wee bit further back and there's nothing wrong with that either because there's some really classic stuff back there but he's come right up into 2023 for his picks the forces delaying and moth to the flame and that's a single from them out at the minimum and then next is Killing Joke and uh, Primoville. And that's from an album that has come out and it's MMXAA. Well, whatever the title you want, you can have it, lads. Anyway, let's go with the producer's pick with tracks from Delane and Killing Joke. You're the cure for this lonely heart lying underneath. You keep on hiding and like a
Two great tracks once again. Graham, thank you so much for that. And not just for those two tracks, but for everything you do for the show is just outstanding. Thank you so much, brother. It's really appreciated. Now, next up, we're changing tack a bit, but this man's just a legend. And Rick Rubin produced a number of albums with him towards the end of his career, indeed the end of his life. And uh, this is from an album called American 4, The Man Comes Around, come out in 2002. This is the title track. This is the man in black himself, Johnny Cash. And the man comes around. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going round taking names And he decides who to free and who to blame Everybody won't be treated all the same There'll be a golden ladder reaching down When the man comes around The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around hear the trumpets hear the pipers one hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree the virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Then the father hen will call his chickens home. The wise men will bow down before the throne And at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns When the man comes around Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still Listen to the words long written down When the man comes around Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying some are born and some are dying 
It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks In measured a hundredweight and penny pound What do you say about Johnny Cash? He's, he's just every much, bit as much a legend as Elvis or Chuck Berry or any of the other greats. He's, he's right up there with them. And, uh, you know, he, he just, towards the end of his career, he did some of the best stuff of his life. And that's an example of it. Next up, well, this was released way back in 1972 of the Harvest album. One of my all-time favourite songs. This is Neil Young, an old man.
I just love that song. Um, all of us have loved Neil Young, even though times he drives me mad, particularly, you know, at live shows, because I've seen him a few times. One time I was tempted to leave, the other times I couldn't get enough of him, and that's just how he is, is love-hate with him sometimes. But there's no question the man is a genius. He is a genius. He, he's just incredible, and some of the songs he has written are you, there's no words for them. Now, next up, here's someone else, not too shabby at the songwriting side of things, and certainly a great voice. This is Dan Baird of the Georgia Satellites fame and his band Homemade Sin. And this is the title track from an album that came out in 2015, and this one's called Get Loud. <laughs> Coming from a mile away 
Yep, that was Dan Baird and Homemade Scene and Get Loud, as I say. That's the title track from the album that came out back in 2015. Seen Dan a few times live. He puts on a phenomenal show. Can't wait to see him again. Now, we have Anika Anderson and the Boiling Blues Band back. And this is another track from their excellent Playing in a Rock and Roll Band album. And this one's called She Will Take Your Love.
Yeah, that was Anika Anderson and the Biling Blues Band and She Will Take Your Love and that's taken from an album called Playing in a Rock and Roll Band. Check these guys out, they're really good. Now next up, this is a great collaboration. This is Buddy Guy and Paul Rogers and this one's called Some Kind of Wonderful. certainly was some kind of wonderful that was buddy gay and paul rogers and that's taken from an album a buddy gay album called feels like rain which came out back in 1993 now next up well 
Um, this album won a Grammy. This is Edgar Winter and Keb Mo, and this is Lone Star Blues, and this is taken from an album called Brother Johnny, of course, dedicated to his famous brother, Johnny Winter, of whom I am a huge fan. I was so, it was lovely to see Edgar winning the Grammy. Fantastic. Congratulations, Edgar. Anyway, this is a classic track. This is Edgar Winter and Keb Mo and Lone Star Blues. <laughs> the bottom. 
time to start. Just, you know, what a great track. And, you know, both Winther brothers, Edgar and Johnny, I mean, they're just giants of the scene. And uh, so sad that Johnny's not around because he was incredible. But his musical legacy is there for all of us to savour and listen to forevermore, which is great. Now, next up, we have Marcus Malone. And this one's called 99 Tears. Ah, Marcus, don't be crying now. Yeah, that's Marcus Malone and 99 Tears, and that's taken from an album released back in 2011 called Let the Sun Shine In. Couldn't agree more. Now, 
Next up, well, I kind of felt when we played Edgar Winter and Kev Moe and the tribute to his brother Johnny, it wouldn't be the same if we didn't actually play a bit of Johnny on the show. So this is from an album released this year. Uh, it's a live album called, uh, you know, Black Cat Blues. And this is Johnny with his version of It's All Over Now.
We love you. Johnny Winner. Yeah, that was Johnny rocking away with It's All Over Now, taken from an album that's out at the moment called Black Cat Blues. Would you believe it? We're at the last track of tonight's Valentine show. Uh, and it's a Valentine theme song as well. It's a good time, want to not tell you what it is yet till we get to it. Because before we do that, we have to go back and we have to thank a few people, as we always do. And, you know, first of all, a big, big, big thank you out to the Dead Daisies and Doug Aldridge for doing the Torn Up interview with us. Such an honour and it was really such a privilege to do it. What a great band, you know, they're at the peak of their powers and uh, it really was such a special thing to do and uh, certainly was stay in my memory. Then, of course, <clears throat> we have to thank... Shaw Berry from Orlando, Florida, USA. This week's fans' favourite choice picked by him and he picked three Tom Petty classics. And then, of course, the man at the controls, Graham Hilling. I mean, the, the producer's pick of Delane and Killing Joke. But not just that, all the work he does behind the scenes. And, you know, he does a lot. Stuff you don't know about just to keep everything running smoothly. And again, Graham, thank you so much for all of that. Then, of course, then we go stateside and we thank Richard Lahamadou and everybody at Making a Scene magazine. The work they do, getting the word out, getting the music on podcast, you know, out on Mixcloud where we've had such outstanding success. But not just Mixcloud, Spotify, Deezer, you know, iHeartRadio, I think maybe something like 16 platforms in total. Again, thank you so much for everything you do. It was so much appreciated. And then we have to come closer to home. We have to come to the incredible people on Radio Home of Rock here. The whole team here, the station. Their passion for music, their love for it, their camaraderie, the, the love I feel from these people. It is my rock and roll family. And every week I get to do something I love. And hopefully in the process we spread the word on the music of some amazing artists that deserve to be heard far and wide. And then, of course, I have to thank you, the listener, the people that listen in that are so loyal every week. You listen into the show, you support us, you stream the podcast at the weekend, you help us to get four number ones in the last, I think, six months. That's incredible in a, in a global chart. And again, thank you all so much for that. All I'd ask you is keep doing it, keep sharing, keep listening, keep growing this show because the bands and the artists that you love need your help and support. We are just here as a conduit to help get the music out. It's our honour and privilege to do it, uh, but you can help us do that. We are a team. We are a family. Let's do this. Now we're down to the last song, <clears throat> and I'm kind of thinking, what could have the theme of love that it also be uplifting because you always like to finish with something that's really uplifting. And then this just came to me in an instant. What other song would you use? This is the Blues Brothers and everybody needs somebody to love. They sure do. Happy Valentine's to everybody out there. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you have that someone special in your life and make sure to tell them how much they mean to you because... We all need that special person. We all know that. So, again, till we see you next week, look after each other. Be good to each other. And if you hear music that touches your heart, you know what to do. 
tore it up. Okay, let's rock this place out. Let's da- I want you to dance around the kitchen, dance on the tables, dance in the streets. Just be happy. Celebrate life. Celebrate love. This is the Blues Brothers and everybody needs somebody to love. We sure do. Good night. See you next week and happy Valentine's. Sugar